Hello, this is weekly pharma news review from PharmaVibe, I'm Grace and happy to meet you again. The 11th indication of Beijing's PD-1 Tislalizumab was declared for marketing for the treatment of esophageal squamous cell carcinoma this week. While in the global pharma market, Johnson & Johnson's teclistimab was approved by the EC, making it the first BCMA and CD3 bispecific antibody approved for marketing worldwide. The EU officially released the eagerly anticipated final revision of its GMP Annex 1 for sterile drug products. Other pharma news collected in this episode covers four sections including drug review, R&D, business and policy. Now, let's get it started. Marketing Application News from the CDE of the China National Medical Products Administration On August 23, the CDE official website revealed that the marketing application for the new indication of Beijing Tislalizumab was accepted by the NMPA. It is speculated that the new indication is the combination chemotherapy for patients with previously untreated advanced or metastatic esophageal squamous cell carcinoma. This is the 11th indication of the product declared for marketing in China, nine indications of which had been approved for marketing in the past. Now let's look at the clinical trial applications approved by the institution. On August 22, the CDE official website revealed that the clinical trial application for Escletus ASC-10 was approved. ASC-10 is a COVID-19 oral candidate drug polymerase inhibitor developed independently by Escletus, with a new and differentiated chemical structure compared to its single prodrug Molnupiravir. On August 3, ASC-10 was approved by the FDA for a Phase 1b clinical trial in patients with mild to moderate COVID-19. On the 22nd, Shanghai Pharma announced that its BO13 injection was approved by the NMPA for Phase 2 clinical trials. The indications are the first-line treatment of locally advanced or metastatic triple-negative breast cancer. BO13 injection is a novel human recombinant monoclonal antibody product. Shanghai Pharma entered into a license agreement with Ankternal and received exclusive rights in Greater China in September 2018. On the 23rd, the CDE revealed that the fourth-generation epidermal growth factor receptor inhibitor of Chilu Pharmaceutical, QLH11811, was approved for clinical use. Its indication is advanced non-small cell lung carcinoma with epidermal growth factor receptor and other driver gene abnormalities. QLH11811 shows better activity than the third-generation inhibitor osimertinib in the wild-type epidermal growth factor receptor, the activating mutation exon 19 deletion, and the multiple combinatorial resistance mutations, and especially has the highest activity against the L858R and C797S combinational mutation. There have been nine epidermal growth factor receptor inhibitors targeting the C797S mutation in the clinical stage worldwide. On the 24th, the anti-CD112 or monoclonal antibody injection JSO09 independently developed by Junshir Biosciences was approved by the CDE for clinical trials to treat advanced solid tumors. JSO09 is a recombinant humanized IgG for monoclonal antibody targeting CD112R. No product targeting CD112R has been approved for marketing in China or abroad by now. On the same day, 
KeyMed Biosciences and InnoCare Pharma announced that CM369, a monoclonal antibody targeting CCR8 developed by their joint venture, Tianhua Jiancheng, was approved for clinical trials, its indication is advanced solid tumors. There are 21 CCR8 monoclonal antibody products in development worldwide, of which six have entered the clinical development stage. More clinical trial applications accepted by NMPA this week. On the 22nd, the CDE official website revealed that the clinical trial application of Akiso's AK129 injection was accepted for the treatment of cancers. AK129 is a bispecific antibody targeting human PD-1 and LAG-3 developed by Akiso. Preclinical research has shown that AK129 has superior antigen-binding properties to effectively block the PD-1 and LAG-3 signaling pathway, and it can also promote the IL-2 and interferon gamma production in PBMC. Currently, the PD-1 LAG-3 bispecific antibodies of Epima Biotherapeutics, Innovant, Xilab, and Roche have all entered the clinical stage in China. On the 23rd, the clinical trial application of the MVAB-NRSV vaccine, jointly developed by Bavarian Nordic and Nuance, was accepted for the prevention of respiratory syncytial virus infection. MVAB-NRSV has been granted the breakthrough therapy designation by the FDA. On the 24th, the CDE announced that the clinical application of Roche-Tiragolumab injection was accepted again. Eight clinical trials of Tiragolumab, a TIGIT monoclonal antibody, have been registered in China, including 1 Phase 1, 1 Phase 2, 2 Phase 1B and 2, and 4 Phase 3 clinical trials. The proposed indications are non-small cell lung carcinoma, extensive stage small cell lung cancer, esophageal squamous cell carcinoma, gastric cancer, liver cancer, and etc. Marketing application and approval news from the US FDA and the European Commission. On the 22nd, Pfizer and BioNTech announced that they had applied to the FDA for emergency use authorization of Omicron BA4 and BA5 adapted bivalent COVID-19 mRNA vaccine for individuals 12 years of age and older. The bivalent vaccine contains mRNA encoding the original SARS-CoV-2 spike protein and mRNA encoding the spike protein of Omicron BA4 and BA5 variants. Minerva Neurosciences announced that it had submitted a new drug application for reluperidone to the FDA for the treatment of negative symptoms in patients with schizophrenia. Reluperidone is a 5-HT2A and Sigma-2 receptor antagonist originally developed by Mitsubishi Tanabe. Gilead announced that the European Commission had approved lenacapavir injection and tablets for the treatment of multidrug-resistant HIV-1-infected patients who have received multiple prior treatments in combination with other antiretroviral drugs. Lenacapavir, a first-in-class long-acting HIV capsid inhibitor, is the only HIV therapeutic drug approved for marketing, which can be dosed twice per year. Biomarin announced that the European Commission approved the conditional marketing of Roctavian gene therapy. It is for the treatment of adult patients with severe hemophilia A without coagulation factor 8 inhibitors and adeno-associated virus 5 antibodies in their bodies. Roctavian is the first approved gene therapy for the treatment of hemophilia A patients. In addition, 
the EU has maintained the orphan drug designation for the therapy and granted a 10-year market exclusivity. Johnson & Johnson announced that, the European Commission has approved teclistimab as a monotherapy for the treatment of adult patients with relapsed and refractory multiple myeloma. They have received at least three prior therapies, including immunomodulators, proteasome inhibitors, and an anti-CD38 antibody, but the disease has continued to progress since their last treatment. This is the first BCMA and CD3 bispecific antibody approved for marketing worldwide. In the R&D section, the Drug Clinical Trial Registration and Information Publicity Platform of CDE indicated that, the clinical trials of AstraZeneca and Ionis AZD8233 injection had been initiated in China. AZD8233 is an N-acetylgalactosamine ASO drug for targeted inhibition of PCSK9 mRNA translation and protein synthesis in hepatocytes. On the 24th, Apelis announced key results from two phase 3 trials of its targeted complement C3 therapy Pegcetacoplan. The data indicated that Pegcetacoplan did not provide any benefit in terms of visual function improvement in patients with geographic atrophy secondary to age-related macular degeneration at the 24th month's treatment and did not meet its key secondary endpoint, but its effects increased over time. Novartis announced that, it had decided to temporarily suspend the ongoing Phase 2B clinical study evaluating its experimental Huntington's disease drug Branaplam, citing possible side effects. During the regular data review process, the Independent Data Monitoring Committee of the Vibrant HD Research recommended the suspension of dosing due to early signs of side effects reported in treated subjects. In the business section, on the 22nd, Hanso Pharmaceutical Group announced that, its wholly-owned subsidiary had entered into an exclusive licensing and co-development agreement with Global Health Drug Discovery Institute. Pursuant to the licensing agreement, Henson Pharmaceuticals will obtain exclusive worldwide rights to develop, manufacture and commercialize the antinovel coronavirus new drug candidate GDI-4405. The total amount of business is up to 1.692 billion renminbi. The candidate is an oral small molecule SARS-CoV-2-3-CL protease inhibitor that exhibits high-potent antiviral activity on SARS-CoV-2-Delta and Omicron variants. On the 25th, Novartis announced its intention to separate its generic drug and biosimilar division Sandoz into a newly listed independent operating company, with the process expected to be completed in the second half of the next year. Novartis indicated that the separation of Sandoz by way of a 100% spin-off is in the best interest of shareholders creating the number one European generics company and a global leader in biosimilars. The last piece of news is about the release of the EU's long-awaited GMP Annex 1 revision. On the 25th, the EU's final revision of its good manufacturing practice Annex 1 for the sterile drug was officially released. The new annex contains 59 pages, which will take effect within one year from the date of publication, except for Section 8.123, which will take effect one year later on August 25, 2024. That's all for the Pharma News Review of this week, but you can get more industry insights from China to the globe at pharmasources.com at any time. This is Weekly News Review of the Pharmaceutical Industry from PharmaVibe.
I'm Grace. See you next time.